hello and welcome to another beautiful, wonderful episode of The Royal Season. I had fun talking about the series on Is the Programming Life for Me? I'm pretty sure some people also listened in too and I hope that you learned a thing or two and you had fun as well. If you're yet to listen, those of you that are yet to listen, my eyes on you, I'm watching you. Please be sure to do so and share your feedback with me. Anyway, on this episode, we'll be talking about what happens when I visit google.com and let's get right to it in a few seconds lots of times people are like hey visit my website hey my website www.thisthisthis.com www.susanlovesfood.com and stuff like that and um some people don't know what www means how many people know how many people listening right now know what that means anyway no judgment here www means world wide web and is a way of exchanging information between computers on the internet. If you want to visit like facebook.com, amazon.com, there are different ways you could do that. You can either do it by, you know, using a browser, using a web browser, like your Chrome, your Mozilla, um, Firefox, or Internet Explorer. You know, you could type the web page address in the address bar. You could also click on the link on an already existing web page or just search using a search engine in discussing you know what happens when you visit google.com um, this this is basically us just talking about how the web works right what happens when you visit a web page or a website or a web application the web is simply a client server system right now some people that are not familiar with this might go uh, I'm ending this podcast right now just hold up hold up it's not that serious <laughs> Now, what is a client? Imagine your computer connected to Wi-Fi and it has a browser like we talked about earlier, you know, either Chrome, Safari, Mozilla, or your phone is connected to mobile network or Wi-Fi as well with a browser. Now, the whole computer or the mobile phone is what is referred to as a client. And it's the client because it's what you're using to visit Facebook.com, which means that it is the client because it's making requests essentially you know how lawyers refer to the people that they defend as clients or any company for that matter you know having clients that they work for those people are referred to as clients because they make a request to have a service rendered or product rendered right and um, it's simply the case for the client in a web system as well now what is a server i'll use an illustration to explain this Think about your bank account. Maybe you have 20k in your bank account. I'll leave you to decide the currency, either dollars, CDs, naira, pounds, or just 20,000 worth of confidence. It might not be in monetary forms, whatever it is. But in this scenario, <laughs> we are going to go with the monetary 20,000. Okay, I digress, but let's come back. <laughs> So this morning you got up and you wanted to send some money to your baby sister right or your mom or someone that is you know just close to you and you see that you only have two thousand in your account and you're pretty sure you didn't buy anything between yesterday and today not even in your dreams now what's the first thing you do you check for the customer care account of your bank right or you call your bank account manager some people have this number on speed dial <laughs> The point I'm making here is that 
you know the first place to get information and that is the bank. Now in the case of the web, the server is simply the bank. The server stores all the web pages, assets, that's your pictures, videos, audio and text. We've already described the client as the internet enabled phone or computer. So when you click on facebook.com or whatever websites, you send a request to the bank, right? And what do we say is the bank earlier? That is the server, right? Now the server does what? Gives you back the response. So just as your bank manager will tell you, oh, we're sorry about that. We're going to credit your account ASAP or, you know, we have no idea about how that happened. We're sorry. You're going to have to forget about the 20K. Hopefully <laughs> that's, it's never your situation, but yeah, that's basically what happens between the client and the server. Of course, there are a couple of things that happen during that process that we're going to discuss. And we're going to use the bank analogy again. So when you call the customer care at the bank, right, they request for information about you. And this is simply to validate that you have an account and to filter down your request so that it can point you to the appropriate department that will give you the solution that you need. How does this relate to the web? When you visit facebook.com, the server needs something known as an IP address that matches the destination facebook.com. Now, IP addresses are known as internet protocol addresses and they are basically unique addresses that are used to identify and communicate with other computers. If the server needs IP address, now you might be wondering, why are we sending facebook.com? Because, you know, for some of you that are familiar, IP addresses are numbers, right? Yeah, look, maybe you have them as 172.12.10.2 or, you know, just numbers that are similar to that so if that is what the server needs why am i sending a name why am i sending a name called facebook.com now first of all these ip addresses are dynamic they change frequently and the reason for this is that it is cost effective for the isp to dynamically assign ip addresses to clients right so imagine you always had to check manually the current IP of the website to visit it, that would be an absolute headache. <laughs> like that would just be so stressful. And this is where something known as domain name is like, hey, I got you. I'm here for you for all your web visit needs. <laughs> now, when you enter this in the browser, right? When you enter facebook.com, amazon.com, twitter.com in the browser, these are all domain names, right? Now the ISP does something known as a DNS lookup. Let me come again a dns lookup and this is simply a domain name system lookup what this does is that it checks for the ip address of the web server that hosts the website you're looking for so it basically checks for the match the ip address match that hosts facebook.com or the ip address match that hosts amazon.com as the case may be next what happens when it gets this address you know this is what our server needs right so this basically opens up a connection between the client and what the server you know we described before that this is a client server system right so this is what we need we need a connection to be open now if the page exists the server prepares a response containing all the resources so your html files the images 
and everything that you need so for example you know how you go to your facebook page right and you see you see what people have posted you know you see images that people have posted you see videos this is where all that information comes from it comes from the server so basically everything that you see on your facebook page gets sent back from the server however if the page does not exist or is invalid like we said earlier you see a 404 not found page and this is you know pretty much what happens when you visit the website or application now to summarize the client makes a request to the server right this is the first thing that happens and this is in you know referring to what happens at the bank this is you calling your bank to complain about missing money in your account next before reaching the server the isp which is the middleman fetches the specific ip address of the destination and this can be likened to the general customer care agent that is trying to get information about you and your bank accounts you know to verify you as a as an account holder in the bank the connection opens up between the browser and the server and the request is sent directly to the server still following the bank analogy this is you finally getting to talk to someone in the bank that has all the information that can help based on your situation and finally voila <laughs> the browser sends back response so the page loads up if the ip address is valid and this is you getting credited with the missing money in your accounts back to the bank analogy now and with that i hope that you learned something today about the mountains that get climbed and the seas that get crossed for you to see that web page this has been an amazing one have a beautiful week and catch you in the next episode hey there trust you had fun listening to this week's episode of rewire with susan for more of this be sure to subscribe to get updated with the new episodes if you have any questions rants suggestions feedback or a topic you'd like for us to discuss here simply send an email to hello at rewirewithsusan.com you can also drop a tweet or dm me at so hastings on twitter thank you for listening and talk to you soon Thank you.